right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to Rev It Up with John and Jess on Joy 1340. Welcome back to Rev It Up with John and Jess on Joy 1340 AM and 98.7 FM. And we're getting started here. Uh, you know, it's pre-recorded here, but we have a monster snowstorm and people just absolutely suck on driving. I just got to say that right now. Now that you got that out of the way, speaking of monster, guess who we have on the line today? Well, you just jumped right over my whole... I, I did. I, I, got Tom's, I, I got Tom's for wow, it. Wow. Wow. Well... All right, well, why don't you introduce our guest that you got to know a little get up in uh, Wausau, Wisconsin, when we're up there. Yes, this morning we are talking with Mike Fonder. How are you today? Hey, I'm great. The ground is already shaking, and I'm in Iowa, and you're in Wisconsin <laughs> with the snow. Yeah, you, you skipped out of here. A lot of people don't know, but you are from Wisconsin. So Yes, I am. I'm from up by Green Bay, and i uh, been my whole life. You know, lived in a few other places, but yeah, I've made Wisconsin my home, and is that where you Crazy. have you permanent residence when you when you're not traveling around the country? You know what the the last time my wife and I I'm a pancreatic cancer survivor of eight and a half years. Wow. So if you go back eight and a half years ago, prior to that, seventeen years, my wife and I basically lived on the road from January first till the week of Thanksgiving. We would come home. Wow, that is a and long time. Consistently doing, we would do monster truck shows January, February, March, and April. And the rest of the year, we did county fairs, state fairs, racetracks, festivals, and pretty crazy. Worked with carnival operators and traveled all over the place, at least in the United States we did. So as far as our listeners and followers go, who we are talking with this morning is uh, not only the, the, uh, I'm going to call you one of the legends, because every time I see you guys and uh, get introduced to more of you guys, I consider you a legend. And some of the icons that I grew up with is... Mike Fonder, of, who actually did a lot of years with Fred Schaefer at the Barefoot Racing Team, and now is with Monster Truck Nitro Tours, and uh, we, we got a chance to follow them and film with them up in Wausau, Wisconsin, earlier this summer, and we are actually coordinating with them to bring them to a Motor Mania show and coordinate them with 2023 and moving on. And uh, you guys just put on a great show. You're a great uh, promoter and a great uh, you know, announcer, I, I just love how you get the crowd going too. Justin, you just you worked with him for a little bit on the Wausau show. Too. Yeah, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, I love how you keep the crowd entertained in that. Mm-hmm. It's it's thirty five years, and I, I've learned as an announcer, your job is to not only educate but entertain the crowd at the same time. Yeah, it's a monster truck show, but you got and then you got to get the crowd involved. Yes, and, and that's know, hard that sometimes. Over into, yeah, it flows into other motorsports. You see certain stock car announcers that are really good at it, too. That yeah. can get the crowd into it. And then, then you go to other stock car tracks, and it's just boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that is one big thing that we have noticed over the years with us doing our own shows and you know being part of motorsports for a long time. The announcers really are a major, major part of the show. They really are, to keep yeah. people on board. You make or break your show. Yep. That, totally. Yeah. And a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people realize that when you go to a show. If you're just there... And a show is happening, and okay, you know, my dad's gonna go over here. We're gonna okay, let the drag strips going on over here. This is going on over here. But if you don't have somebody announcing and do whatever, and we noticed that first couple of years of our show too. Like we need somebody barking in the microphone all the time, and you know, and then of course we got to talk with you, and it really that's really a major part. And you did a great job at uh, Wausau, and we watched it too. Well, well, thank you. You know, in in talking of the the Monster Truck Nitro Tour, that company I started for Danny Torgerson's dad 
I've been in the industry over 35 years, and that was who I started doing monster truck shows for originally was Danny's dad, Stanley. And then I split off and did my own thing, bought my own monster truck ride truck. My wife and I traveled all over, and, you know, we had a blast. And But uh, I went through my cancer stuff, and I really wasn't working or anything. And uh, Danny, you know, behold, called me up and said, hey, I heard you're healthy, and you want to come back to work. And so... Yeah, it's worked out, and now I've worked myself back into a sales position, and that's what I'm out on the road doing right now. Is uh, After doing it 35 years, it, it's smart to put me in this sales position because a fair can walk up to me and I can answer questions off the top of my head because I've got the experience Absolutely. and I've done it. Been there, done that, did that. <laughs> so, And so you started uh, as the driver? Is that what I heard? No, I actually started as an announcer. You and did? I can tell you, I was a, a tavern owner, oh. and... I got into announcing by a joke because a friend of mine <laughs> wanted to run a concert at the Paul Bunyan Ski Hill in Lakewood, Wisconsin, uh-huh. and they would not give him a noise permit. He came into my bar and was bitching about it, and I said, you know, I knew other people that started motocross tracks, and I said, well, go get a motocross track, start a motocross, have a race, they'll give you a noise permit, and then you can run a concert, and that's what he did. And actually, uh, that's all There's I got. The announcing was <laughs> more than one way to skin a cat. Kind of, it was a joke. Hey, come and announce my motocross race. So I was, okay, I went there and I did it. It was AMA District 16 motocross race. Well, there's tracks all over Wisconsin. So by the end of the day, I had three other racetracks come up and go, "Hey, man, you're a really good announcer. You know how to talk. You can carry the crowd." Why don't you come in and out? And I'm like, no, I'm running a bar business. Right. Well, lo and behold, remember when the drinking age changed from 18 to 21? Mm-hmm. Oh, way back when. Oh, yeah. It was an 80s, right? I was right? the youngest bar owner in the state of Wisconsin, and I had two bars, and it cut my business right in half, like 50%. Whoa. In fact, within six months, my mom and dad came to me, and they said, put your bars up for sale and get out of here. And I did. Wow. wow, that's like that's really how I got throwing... into announcing. I moved to Green Bay. I got a regular job, and then my wife said, "Hey, why don't you call up those motocross tracks?" And I did. <laughs> you guys are from the Milwaukee area, <clears throat> and I got discovered by Broadway Bob Metzler at Great Lakes Dragway. That's and where he had me come. He had me come there and announce one motocross race, and at the end of the day, he goes, "You need to be over there announcing drag racing." And then that's it. Just the rest is history. It is so amazing to me how many people have ties with Broadway Bob and Great Lakes Dragway of the early, in the early days. You know what? I worked for Bob for ten years. I still feel they put him in the Drag Racing Hall of Fame as a promoter, and that guy taught me more about promotional stuff in a short 10-year period that I worked for him. Very super nice guy. And nowadays we talk about print, print advertising. There is no print advertising. But back in the day, Broadway Bob used to make a flyer for every one of his events. Every weekend. Every single weekend there was a new flyer. Go out and promote, promote, promote. And he'd have 20,000, 30,000 people there every weekend. It was crazy. That's a lot. Yeah, back in the 80s when that's when obviously when my brothers were and you guys would have the monster truck shows. That's really where we based yep. our, where I, I based Motor Mania when I created it. It was uh, of my history as a child going down to Broadway Bob's because you could go down to Broadway Bob's. There would be a car show. There'd be drag racing. There'd be a monster right. truck show going on. There'd be mud drags down there. Um, yep. I mean, everything, Broadway Bob, and that's where, you know, a lot of people said it about us. We throw everything at Motor Mania, everything but the kitchen sink. And that's what I'm like. This, that's, what, that's, and yeah. that's what you have to do. And you, you guys really want to hear something big. The company I'm working with, Amp Live Events right now, there used to be what they're, the Penda Point Series events that went around the United States. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, 
We are partnered with Triple B Motorsports out of Minnesota, and they James, just James want Trana, four right? more monster trucks. Yep, that's James's group, right? Yeah, James's group with all the USA One Barefoot Monster Patrol Carolina Crusher, and he's got all the names: Wild Thing, Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's Jesse got... James Cadaver Truck. The list goes on. He's he's and made he's a name for himself for sure. Trucks. And so we're going to do some big, we're doing like 10 big events this year, and we're kind of doing some of what you guys are doing. But we're not going to do like, you, you You guys have got a great event going on. We've heard about it. We hear it through the grapevine. My son sees videos of the burnout pit and everything, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's growing. So we're taking our monster truck shows, and we're going to run like 10 of them and have a midway motor, you know, with different vendors and stuff for people so they can come for a whole day, have a whole afternoon monster trucks, Tough trucks, maybe some rock climbing stuff, and like you said, throw everything at it you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and we're going we're going back old school with some stuff like the Daredevil stunts, that's, Ooh, the dynamite that's, box that a guy crawls in and blows himself up. What? That is, those are that is just. I mean, I, I remember watching that when I was a kid. That was Jess, and and, and I think I showed you. We kind of have a guy, local guy here, who's pretty much trying to be the old Daredevil. Um, um, oh boy, what is? I'm trying to think. What was the guy that always go? Um, not Arnie Arnfons, but the uh, the guy who used to jump the cars in a cardboard box at every at, uh, in the midway thing there, Mike. I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, uh, there was I, I know there's so many. The, guys the one guy who would always travel around the country with the monster truck show. And uh, I'm, I'm, I've, I am of no help here. Yeah, well, we got we got we have <laughs> Russell or Becky who's trying to do a couple things like that locally here. Who's a stock car driver and a figure eight driver, but great guy. But I mean, it's it's definitely. Something we want to do, and that's why we want to add, you know, you guys to us, and you know, kind of coordinate this before we start taking our stuff around the country too. It's, it's what needs to be done. People go sun up to sundown at a show. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, we get a little tired mm-hmm. after 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 Just a sixteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if you can put enough together to entertain people for a whole afternoon where you've got stuff going on at different times, it's a great bang for a buck. Like the event you guys are doing, and. Uh, of course, the monster truck shows that we do, we've been in business for over 35 years, and we do about 60 to 100 markets a year. Last year was a little thin yet, coming out of COVID, we're picking up. Yep. I just I got a list with me. We did 62 markets last year, and each of those markets we did two to three shows. So we did about 300 performances. That's a lot. And That's a plus, lot. we're back at the Costa Mesa Fair, the Ocean OC Fair in Los Angeles, California. We've been doing that for seven years, and we do five days of monster trucks there. Wow, really? And and so, yeah, so how much? That's a big fair. That fair goes on for like almost, I think it's twenty-two days. That's a long twenty-two days of fair. Oh my God! I would probably yeah. die. You'd probably die. I'd have so many. Think of Los Angeles. There's 13 million people there. I yeah, know I that suppose. is just crazy. Yeah, and they've got. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine if there was a fair for 22 days in Wisconsin no. with cheese, with all the cheese curds and beer and everything everybody drinks up here? I would people gain be... 75 pounds I'm... in 22 days. I can tell you guys. I'm actually. I, I just did the International Association of Fairs and Expos in Indianapolis, and I talked with the Wisconsin State Fair. Yeah. And hopefully we're going to bring some monster truck rides there this year to the fair. It I've needs, also talked to the Minnesota fair, and I'm here at the Iowa convention. So it that's needs something else back. our company does is we also, if you have an event, and, you know, that's the bad thing for some of these county fairs that are smaller, we can't afford to go put a monster truck ride truck there for the whole fair. Sure. Right. Just doing monster truck rides if they only have 20,000 people attend the fair. 
Well, and that's the one of the biggest things I'd like to touch base on, too, another one that you're out there promoting. So what we want to let the listeners and followers know that you can actually get a hold of Mike, um, you know, through Nitro Tour, and you can actually, whatever event you're having on, whether it's a fair or an event that you're renting on, do whatever, you can call them and get a either a two-truck, uh, you know, show or a four-truck show for a certain fee, and you can actually buy a show to have in your own backyard or wherever you're going to oh, do. for, like, my birthday? Yeah, you could have, yeah, we could <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's, that's something that's, I'm, I'm so happy to be back out doing this. The fair convention scene is because I'm now actually back with a company that's got the money and the marketing and everything in place that I can offer fairs. Hey, I will sell you a show or I will co-pro a show with you or I'll rent your grandstands and I'll put on the show and you don't take no risk and you sell concessions. May it be beer, pop, hamburgers, hot dogs, popcorn, cotton candy, (laughs) snow cones, but it affords a fair to now have a monster truck show where before, because some of these fairs just, they don't have it in their budget. Oh, the right. budget My so monster truck show is $17,500. That's right. what you mentioned. Two point. monster trucks and a, and a ride truck. Right. And, and you have you to make put sure. some type of filler act so you maybe have like a one hour show at a fair. I mean, from there, most fairs go with a $30,000 show or, or more. Well, I mean, and uh, as a, as a promoter, you have the, the the filler acts. Like, you know, so you go through, like, your – and, again, this is for people that – a lot of people just show up with their kids and they watch it. They don't really know how the show works or how it's put together. So, and, like, you know, Jess was uh, – that was one of the – you know, she's been watching the shows for years, but that the first one, real good one behind the scenes where she got to learn a lot was in Wausau with Mike and those guys. Mm-hmm. So you go through and you go through and do your freestyle or whatever first, and then you take your break, and the filler show you had up in Wausau was a really, really fun one. You brought a tough truck event back, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen that really? in a long time. That was fun. The one you did up there in Wausau, that was great. The tough truck guys. Yep, we had we had a few pro trucks, but a majority of those trucks were street machines. That, yeah. you know, a car, a van, or a truck, and with a seatbelt and a helmet, and you make sure the battery is secure in case they do flip over off a jump. But yeah, yeah the crowd loves it. It's fun. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's something that we're bringing back. And like, like you said. I, I've been around for so long now that that's the thing is you network and you make relationships even outside of the monster truck world to get other filler side acts. May it be jet cars, uh, daredevil stunt guys. Right now I'm working with a, a bunch of guys that we're going to do a suspended globe of death. On a fire. suspended globe of death, did you just say? Yes, on fire. Crane and we're going we're gonna <laughs> to chain two monster trucks to it. Yeah, yeah. That's, Let's that's, do it. Put motorcycles inside of it, and then they're going to do their globe ride, and then we light it on fire. Take my money. Let's there, go. Take see. my money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's, in our society right now, people, I hate to say it, even when they go to auto racing and everything else, they want to see somebody crash. You know what I mean? They want to see that <laughs> on the edge. We, True. And that's, you and I talked about this this morning, that – it is um, social media. Social media is out there. People oh, are yeah. social media is out there. So when we have our with our with our media side of our company, our the most views we get is when something starts on fire, somebody crashes, Check. or Check. Uh, mullet machine breaks the axle off of there, you know, at our show <laughs> yep. and then stops the whole drag strip. You know, that gets the most views. Yeah. I mean, you can have a million dollar show care show car. Um, see my build and everybody's like, yeah, okay, whatever. They just keep flipping and scrolling. But all of a sudden, oh, look, that thing's on fire. Look at, you know, then it'll stop and everybody watch it and shares it. So you need to bring that back. I mean, that's what we always went for. You know, whoever broke their truck or rolled it over, or, you know, how monster truck started. 
you know. So now, can you tell me what a jet car is? I've never heard of that. Well, it's just what you're seeing at the drag strips. You're seeing uh, these cars were built back in the day, and then they started doing exhibition car burns. One of the Doug Rose with the Green Mamba, may he rest in peace, he crashed years ago, just a few years ago, up in the UP. He crashed the Green Mamba there. Uh, but that guy traveled around with, like, airplane Freddie Sibley, too, uh, who we kind of say is the godfather of jet car racing and whatnot. And those guys raced them back in the day, and then they started building these big monstrous jet cars where they strap a car, a bus, or a van on it, and you burn it. You do a jet car burn. Yeah. I mean, now at a drag strip, you see them run down the drag strip, and sometimes they do exhibition, what we call burner smoke fire shows. Pow, 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 and shoot flames out of the back of the cars. Uh, but these are old jet engines that come out of Phantoms and F-18s, F-16s. And put them on oh, the it is. So throw them really... into a chassis. Oh, for sure, yeah. Them, oh. Run them down the drag strips. And some of them, just like I said, use them as exhibition machines and yeah, I need uh, strap a car on <laughs> and burn them. You know, I remember I remember uh, going back to Broadway, Bob. I remember being down at Union Grove. And, you know, you always meet Broadway Bob with his white hair and his glasses, his uh, Elton John glasses and his funny pants. I mean, the guy was <laughs> awesome. He's just a legend. But I remember, I think it was for one of his birthday parties, I don't know if it was Art is uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it Art Arfons that had the one one of the yep. one of the jet cars? Okay, I remember him being yep, there and getting right. auto, yeah autographs signed as a kid, and he drove through the pits with the uh, with the car, and Bob was yeah. sitting on the Bob was sitting on the front nose while the jet car was going just and he's just waving in the crowd. Really? Yeah, the guy was awesome. I mean, it was just yep. yeah, and that's what you know. Kids only see it on videos. Like, oh yeah, they don't really pay attention. But if they can see it again, and it's just like. Going back to the monster trucks, bringing that back to the kids. Look at how they react at our shows, and now we're actually going to be able to have a live performance to do that stuff. I mean, it's just you know these kids, you know, they always look at what we have from our our experiences and even our toys that we had back then. And I really think it's great to bring bringing this all back. It's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Count me in. Yeah, the industry is is uh, changed. Of course, monster trucks are super popular right now. You've seen them on TV for the last ten years. Monster Jam's been on the you know. So kids are just totally, it's, and with us, it's all about a family orientated show. We want people yeah. to come there, bring their kids and have a good time and have a, a monster truck ride for the kids. Sometimes mom and dad ride with them and yeah, it's evolved. You, the original days of monster trucks, like you said, back at Great Lakes Dragway, back in the eighties and whatnot, monster trucks drove over the cars yeah, and crushed them. And then they evolved to where a few of them are jumping over them. And then, you know, uh, if you took a monster truck from that era, a leaf spring straight frame rail, and you tried to do what these guys are doing now, you'd break your back on the first jump. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the technology's come so far, and it's it's pretty cool. But it, it costs a lot of money to keep them going, running them, and now everybody wants us to run just like Monster Jam and kill the trucks and trash them, and you can't do that. I mean, those guys, they own them. And that's a show that they guarantee, and it's it's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. I watched Monster Jam myself yet just to see what the next new trick's going to be. Sure. Oh, but. for sure. I mean, and do you think, I mean, we go through, and, you know, we got a couple of good friends and acquaintances. You know, obviously you work for Schaefer, and, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know Kramer, and you know Chandler, Bigfoot, and all those guys. Do you yep. ever, did you ever think way back when, when this all came out, I mean, we're in 2023, oh. that like, somebody with a big jacked up monster truck, that'd be a billion dollar industry these days? And it's still, no, I mean, I, 
It's crazy. I, I really got started in this industry full time in like 89, 90, and 91. And even back then, in 91, I remember being with Dennis Anderson on the road. Great we would always joke around and, you know, hey, how are we going to make a living at this? And now look. <laughs> Now look at us. How many years later? <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. He's retired. His kids are racing monster trucks. And, you know, and people kind of scoffed on Dennis for selling out to Monster Jam. But, you know, you can't scoff because he got such a good deal and he's set up for life and his kids got a job. And so you can't blame the guy. No, you know? I, not in the least. I, uh, yeah, everybody's got their opinions. I mean, I respect all those guys. What Dennis has done for the sport, every one of them. There's always going to be the oh. argument, of course, you know, who's the best, who's the king, and all that stuff. Each one of them are, are the, uh, you know, from Dennis to Fred to, to Bob Chandler, they're all kings and legends, and they're, uh, they all had, they all made their own uh, statements on the industry. You know, even the Jeff Dane and King Kong, those guys, you know, they did all that stuff and made it what it is today. So yep. I think uh, there shouldn't be any arguments. They all deserve a prop. Uh, you know, big crap. Congrats on that. And now, Mike, I don't know if I read correctly, are you uh, part of production, too? Yeah, that's something else I can, you know, state a little bit about is over my career, I kind of started out as an announcer. And then actually, I probably three years in, I became what was called a production coordinator, where I basically line up everything for the show. They give me the arena and I have to find dirt and equipment and junk cars and a mm -hmm. painter and uh, if we're having a filler act that has pyro, I have to get those type permits and an occupational permit from the city that we're going to for the venue. People don't understand that. If you have an <laughs> attendance over so many thousand people, you have to have an occupational permit. No and of course, pressure you have at all Liability there. insurance <laughs> and take care of that with the building. So, yeah, I did a production coordinator job for many, many years. And from there, I worked myself into what, you know, a producer where I show up at the show and tell everybody what to do now. Yeah, that's a so, good seat to be in. Uh, well deserved yes, and earned. Yeah, that's a good the seat. The manual to be in. labor's left. <laughs> right. So but, uh, if if you do a show, say uh, whatever, say you're doing just a Saturday show, and you're coming up, and they got to set up the dirt mounds and everything that we saw coming. Up, how many days ahead of schedule did they start prepping to do this? <laughs> Sometimes people don't know this. It's within like a day, twenty four hours. Really? <laughs> wow. They'll give us the arena. We have to haul the dirt in, do the show. And sometimes the date of that show, we have to, that's why you'll see us immediately after the show. We have to tear everything out and be gone by like midnight. All the dirt mounds, everything got to be uh, out of there. And I go to Albany, New York. I'll give you a, for instance, we have to go in on top of the hockey arena with the board. We take the ends of the boards. We leave the rest of the hockey arena up, the boards and the glass. Okay. And we go in there and we put down what's called homocyte. Then plywood, plastic, plywood, straw, put the dirt on top of it, build your track, run your monster truck show, rip that all back out, and the next day they're playing NHL hockey again. I don't even want to know how many times one guy didn't do their job and it, like, <laughs> put a, just a monkey wrench in everything. Oh, been there, done that. something. I mean, I remember being in Topeka, Kansas, and the forklift broke at 1230 at night, and thank God the guy answered his phone and brought me another forklift. Nice. Wow. That is, and when or, they do... you, or you get a fine. See, if, see, if we sign a contract, uh, I'll give you Wausau, Wisconsin. We had a couple extra days to get out. Yep. So by Monday, I had to have the rest of the dirt gone and the equipment and the and the uh, loader tires that we use. Okay. For making jumps, so 
every facility is different, maybe a fairgrounds, a racetrack, uh, or a building. Now, sometimes we can go to a building and they might not have an event before us or after us, so they, they'll give you a couple of days to mm-hmm. have leeway to move in and build and pull out. But some places, we, now when I go do these fair shows, it's a in and out. I mean, I show Time up is money. 8 o'clock in the yeah. morning, build the track, run the show, tear it down, and we leave. Wow. So we're like a traveling pack of gypsies from one town to the next. (laughs) Yeah, uh, enhance the uh, the old carny syndrome way back in the day. You are a carny family that goes in and out. You know, get get, get the job done, get out. This last summer, I probably put on 30,000 miles. Wow. And I was driving back and forth across the United States. My boss had me do a tour out west where we were in Butte, Montana, Bozeman, Montana, Missoula, and partial North Dakota. And partials by Williston, where all the oil money is. Mm. Okay. How, how many? So, how many people come on a crew with you to set this show up? Like, if you have, obviously, if you got a, a four four truck show, obviously you've got that. Okay. And we'll uh, no, we'll I just finish told up. You, our company, this. our company's been in business for thirty to thirty five years. We yeah. only take three key people: oh. an announcer, a show coordinator, and somebody to run what we call front gate, do the front ticketing and the money. The so it's like three of us. And then we find people in each town. May it be a crew of workers to help with ticketing, parking, security, whatever I got to have. It's some of the, like Wausau, Wisconsin, we had to do everything. I had to bring in light towers, uh, light the place up, and I had to have security people, ticket takers, sellers, ushers. That's a lot. It's a big undertaking. to keep track of. Yeah, that's uh, more than I thought. Well, Thank you, sir. My hat's off to you. File that I have for it. Like you come <laughs> to my house and I show you a file. Like I'll give you a for instance. This last summer, my boss bought me a vehicle. It's got Oregon license plates on it. Take a guess what happened when I hit the Minnesota border. <laughs> State trooper pulled me over. Yep. And he came and questioned me three different times. Calling me shy. While he was checking my driver's license and insurance and everything. Oh, my gosh. What is all this shit in the van, he said to me. I said, well, that's everything around a monster show. I got fire extinguishers, sounds. I had this van packed. I just left my boss's house, our company, out in Arizona, and I was bringing it all back to Wisconsin. Oh, my I thought gosh. I was running drugs because this van was weighted <laughs> Very down. Very suspicious. I basically had to pull out one of my show files and open it up and give him a production coordination sheet and go, this is what I do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and midway down my sheet goes security. So as I'm reading stuff off, and I said, oh, by the way, i got to call you and have you come. And, oh, he says, okay, all right, have a nice day. <laughs> well, whatever uh, works, works. Well, we <laughs> want to thank you, Je- Jess and I both want to thank you for giving us a little rundown in the history of what you've been up to and what's going on. And uh, how did, well, Jess will probably ask you, where do you where do we find you? And or where, We know where to find you, but how does everybody else find how you? How does everybody else find you, Mike? Well, they can find me if you want to email me. It's uh, bookit at monstertrucktour.com. Pretty easy. Book it at monstertrucktour.com. Or you can call me at 920-819-2023. The area code. And that's how you can basically get a hold of me because I'm a traveling salesman right now. I'll be doing conventions all the way into February. Uh, I leave here, I get about a week off, I go to the Texas convention, then Wisconsin, Minnesota, Tennessee, South Carolina, Georgia, <laughs> Louisiana. Calendar's full. And then I'll be back on yeah. the road announcing monster truck shows by mid-February. Awesome. We'll be looking for you for sure. 
Yeah, and, and we and uh, hopefully look forward to working with you. Check our website, monstertrucktour.com. www.monstertrucktour.com. You can Pretty go basic. on there. We've already got tickets and shows up for next year. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. We just did a Black Friday sale. You could have got tickets for five bucks. Oh, what but a I deal! I think we still have ten dollar tickets available on our website for Lacrosse, Wisconsin show, and that's like the first or second weekend in February. I don't have it right in front of me, but check it out. Awesome. All right. Thank well, you so we'll much. let you get back to your uh, to your booth and your fair. And again, thank you for everything, sir. And uh, we'll be in touch, of, uh, of course, for our 2023 season, partnering up with you. See you later, Sounds Mike. Great. Thank and, you. Uh, you know what, Wisconsin? The ground is already shaking. <laughs> <laughs> love it. We love it. Be safe, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That was fun. All right. Well, you're a little more education on that set up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff that man covers. For sure. Yeah. Well, well, we ran a little late, so what else you got to finish up here? That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. So, all right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening again to Rev It Up with John and Jess here. Find us again on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. Upload any picture of uh, videos and motorized events to our media page. As you can see, everybody's starting to follow and share lately on the motormania.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you got any questions for either John or Jess, you know you know ourselves. And obviously, our emails are under john at the motormania.com or jess at the motormania.com. And, we're going to get out of here and uh, drive again a lovely snowstorm. Hey, even if you are on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. These are, <laughs> Je- Jess is, Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Jess is kind of like the dear Abby of the world today. So we'll Every talk day. to you later. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye.